There is something that I love so much about the slow moments. The slow mornings, the snuggles and cuddles, and finding the joy and just embracing the littlest of things and making those things feel extraordinary. As a working mom, things can easily feel overwhelming and it can definitely be a challenge to put down all the distractions and all the work and all the things to do and just sit and be present with the people we love the most. And that is why here on the Best Day Podcast with the part two of the Intentional Living series, I'm going to share with you eight ways to connect with your kids throughout the week. Because listen, you are an incredible mom and your little babies deserve getting you in your prime and in your glory and making sure that that connection is something that is prioritized and it doesn't have to be as hard as you think. So what do you say? Let's dive on in and learn a little bit about how to make your day and your week a little bit better and connect with your kids a little bit more. Is your life overly overwhelmed? Do you find your peace in the middle of the chaos, driving in the express lanes to make it to the next part of your day all while chugging your second or third cup of coffee? Or maybe you're the queen or king of long-winded to-do lists and ambitious dreams, all while struggling to remain content in the balance of everyday life. Welcome to the Best Day Podcast. I'm your host, Haley, wife, mama, high school teacher, and lifestyle blogger over at Graceful and Free. This is a place to encourage you, to remind you, to reassure you that you don't have to have it all together, that it's okay to not be okay, that you can actually thrive in the state of chaos, that you can embody grace, that the ordinary can be the extraordinary. Here to make sure your heart knows that every day is truly capable of being the best day. Are you ready to live your best life every single day in grace and freedom? Then let's have the best day, friends, not just today, but every single day. Let's get started. You are listening to episode 39 of the Best Day Podcast. Hello, hello. Hi, friends. Welcome to another day, another episode of the Best Day Podcast. I am your host, Haley, and I am so happy you are here once again. Seriously, guys, you're the best. Thank you for being here. Thank you for pressing play real quick. Can you do me a really big favor, please, please, please? It would just bless my heart more than you even know. If you've been listening for a while or if this is one of your go-to weekly podcasts, could you do me the biggest favor and honor and give me a review on iTunes or on Apple Podcast or Apple and iTunes are the same thing. I get it. Or Spotify or wherever you listen, please, 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 please. This is the easiest way to show your support and to support the podcast. Just a quick little review, please. Five stars would mean the world to me. A written review, if you have the moment to be able to just express words about, hey, love this podcast. This is great. Anyways, a review will bless my heart in more ways than you could ever know. So thank you so much. And let's get on with today's episode. I love, 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 love being a mom. I had no idea that 
being a mom would fill, fill my heart in so many ways and bring me so much joy in such a completeness level. And as a working mom, right, I am definitely a woman with a heart that is currently in this season loving pouring out my stuff in the classroom to my students and then coming home and serving my sweet son and my family. And that is currently where I'm at and it's filling me up and bringing me joy. And I know we all walk different paths and we are called to different things and that is incredible and that is wonderful. And please don't ever, ever let anyone try to steal your thunder or comparison, steal your joy, because that is all a lie. And don't you dare for a second listen to any of it. Trust that you are in your path for a reason, that you are walking in your purpose and keep the faith because you got this and you are the best mama for your children. Now, I am excited for this episode because I want to share with you eight ways for you to intentionally connect with your kids during the week. Because I get it, no matter what your workday looks like, whether you are staying at home, working from the house, or leaving to go to another office space, there's so many things that bombard our hearts and our minds, and it can be so easy to feel the weight of all the world around us and the chaos that we live in and all the things that have to get done. If you are like me, you are always adding all the things to your to-do list and feeling like, how in the world can I keep up? Well, your motherhood does not have to suffer and you can still connect and spend that quality time with your children during the week. So my son is 15, almost 16 months and he goes to daycare during the week. I go to a classroom where I teach high schoolers His hours, we usually drop him off around 7 in the morning and pick him up anywhere between 4.30 to 5, just based on what time I'm able to get back to daycare from where I teach at. And that allows me to, you know, obviously do my job. And he is currently loving where he's at and his friends and his teachers. And other than the whole, you know, daycare sickness thing, that definitely can take a lot out of you. Other than that, things are great. Now, that does not mean that there are mornings where things are as hard as possible or evenings where we think, what in the world are we doing, right? Because I'm a human, you're a human. We go through these thoughts. Some thoughts are easy. Some thoughts are incredibly hard. And some thoughts are just plain challenging. But what I do know is I love my son so incredibly much and I prioritize with all parts of me to figure out ways to intentionally connect with him during the week to fulfill my heart and give me that complete joy and overload of oh my gosh like I love being a mom I love being his mom and to allow us to feel connected and to feel whole and that's what I hope to provide for you in this very episode so no matter how crazy or non-crazy your day is I'm here with eight simple ways for you to intentionally connect with your kids during the week. Now, I know my baby is young and little, and you probably are thinking, just wait until this happens or this happens or this happens, but I'm not here for the just wait moments. I am just truly trying to live and embrace every single day as it is. All right. Now, I do only have one child, so for those multiples, this is me speaking to my one sweet baby. So one day maybe we'll be there and I can then, you know, add on to this. But for now, this is just some thoughts that I have on how to connect. And I believe that you also can take these truths and connect with your kids as well during the week. 
the very first thing that I want to start off with is quality time in the morning. And I know it's hard. It's so incredibly hard because we hit snooze all the time and then we're late and then we're quickly trying to put on clothes and make ourselves somewhat decent all while little one is crawling up your leg and you're like, what in the world happened? I thought we were, I thought we were in control of the morning and now the morning is taking control of us. But it is possible. Slow things down and do not rush really, truly have honest reflections with yourself about how you can practically make this work. Because it is possible. Even on the days where I wake up a little bit later than I wanted to, or a lot bit later than I wanted to, and things are a little scattered and crazy, I focus on what can I do to slow this moment down. And usually that is sitting on the floor in my son's room after he gets up and he is still we are still nursing in the mornings and the nights. So that is one, you know, super important pivotal moment for both of us during the days. And after that time, he usually goes to his bookshelf and picks up a book and brings it back to me. And he sits on my lap and it's so adorable and it fills my heart with so much joy. And we read a story. And during that time, I don't have my phone near me. My phone is face down on his nightstand I'm not looking at the time because I know if I'm looking at the time, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, like we need to leave here at this time. We need to do this at this time. And it's going to cause stress and anxiety. And I don't want to pour that into my son in the morning. I want to not worry about the time and not worry about being late and trust that we will go downstairs and tag team getting everything in the car and, and heading out the door together as a family. But for that moment, I want to sit and I want to be still and I want to treasure that moment and love on my boy and just start both of our days in that way. And to me, those moments are so incredibly powerful to be fully present, to take my mind away from all the things that have to be done and just be connected. Oh my gosh, it lights me up. Now let's think about how to practically make this work because the reality is you're not going to be able to do this every single morning. Think maybe one or two mornings a week, just slow things down just a bit to be a little bit more present. But your key to success here is preparing the night before. You want to prepare the night before to make this easier on you, knowing what you're wearing the next day, having lunches go ahead and set up, having work bags where they need to be, daycare bags, school bags where they need to be. Also teamwork. When I'm in my son's room, and nursing and getting him ready. My husband is usually taking the dogs out and then going downstairs and helping to prep the things and the bags that might not have gotten prepared the night before. So that way, when we come downstairs, we're good and ready to go. Or if it's a morning where I really slept late and snoozed a few alarms, I wake him up, nurse him, and then we switch and I go get ready while my husband gets him ready. It's definitely a teamwork effort, but there are still ways to slow things down in the morning to have that quality time. You can also wake up a few minutes earlier and try that out to figure out what is that ideal time for you to wake up. So that way you can focus on you first and make sure all the things are ready and then have that intentional quality time in the morning before the day gets started where you can actually be present and be purposeful in that moment. Number two Put your phone down and truly interact and connect. When we get home from school and work and daycare and all the things, we come to the playroom or my son's room or we go outside, we do something and my phone is not there. And I 
I'm someone who is often on my phone and using my phone for a lot of things. But for me, this has been so incredibly good. And if you listen and follow along with my blogging Instagram account, Graceful and Free, you might notice, or maybe you haven't noticed, but I really haven't been showing up much on Instagram in the last couple of weeks. And it's mainly because when I'm home and in these moments, I'm so focused on being present in the moments and there's not, I'm not always the best at it. Okay. Don't let me fool you, but it is an intention that I have been trying so hard to prioritize and it has been so incredibly good for me. So give yourself the freedom to put your phone down, to put it away, or maybe set it up and video yourselves playing with each other or take some photos. So you have those moments to look back on, but don't, be holding it and don't be interacting with it. Instead, turn all that attention and focus and pour it into your sweet children. Number three, have a very specific window of time during the week where you and your specific child can come together and make it a date. Figure out what that's going to look like. And this is really great if you have multiples because then you know ahead of time that, hey, this is our specific time to play or this is, you know, mama and, you know, McCray's date wherever, whenever you can schedule it, but know ahead of time when it's going to take place and then talk about it and have conversations and figure out what what you guys want to do, even when they are still little enough to where they're not exactly communicating to you what's going on. Still make a point to have that communication and have that conversation so it sets this intention and the standard of, hey, this is important. I'm going to prioritize our time together and I want to know what makes you happy and I want to know what you want to do and how you want to spend that time. Even if they're not able to tell that to you right now, you know, they, they solely are going to be able to express that both nonverbal and verbally. All right. Number four, value their help and value their input. I prioritize so incredibly much making my son and myself do things together. Now, He's obsessed with vacuuming. I don't know how long this will last, but anytime he sees the vacuum, he jumps, he squeals, squeals. I think I was going to say scream. I was like, no, that's a little, that sounds a little harsh, but he, it's like a joyful squeal and he giggles and it's so adorable and we can't walk past a vacuum cleaner without vacuuming. So the benefit to this is, well, first, I always have to remember to charge the vacuum cleaner. And then secondly, I have to be sure that you know, I'm constantly vacuuming with him and it's the best because usually our floors stay clean, but it makes him happy. And it's something that we do together. He loves to start the different laundry buttons. We just like to do these things together. And if you're listening and you're like, okay, your child is rare, like that's not normal. Bear with me. All right. Find ways to work together as a team and to actually value their help and, and let them know that you value and respect them and you also value their input. Ask them questions. Even if they're little and they're not responding and they're looking at you like, what? I now like to have my son, McCray, pick out his shoes, all of his shoes, not all of them. There's like four pairs of shoes he has on the top of his closet and ask him to pick out the shoes he wants to wear and then open the dresser and pick out a shirt and showing him from this early age that I value your opinion. I value your input that it might not always be the thing that's going to go, but I value it and I respect that. And listen, I am no child psychologist. I am, I deal with high schoolers for my career and I'm a mother and I've been a mother for 
almost 16 months now. But in that short, short time, these are things that in my heart have just felt right. And I just feel like sharing that with you to hopefully give you a little bit of encouragement to find ways to change your priorities during the week or shift your priorities to where you can intentionally connect with your kids. Because if you're thinking, oh my gosh, I have so much laundry to do. I am overwhelmed by even thinking about it. Well, bring you and your children or your child into the laundry room and and make it a thing together. When McRae was like just starting to walk, he would love to push the laundry basket. And then before that, he would sit in the laundry basket on top of the clean clothes and we would move it to the room before we would fold it. And it was fun. And I try to make things fun, try to make those things fun because the reality is there's a lot of things in life that we have to do that aren't necessarily fun. But if we can model making the ordinary moments, the ordinary activities, the daily task, making them fun and finding the joy in the ordinary moments, that is a life that I want to model and that is a life that I want to live and that is something I want my son and any future children to see and to learn from. Number five, embrace spontaneity. Take some moments, find little pockets of time. Maybe you've, maybe your goal is one moment during the week. During the work week, we're going to be a little spontaneous. This past week, one afternoon, I thought, you know what? Let's go outside and go to a playground. The previous day when I had picked up my son from school, they were a lot of the kids were upset because they were going to go outside in the afternoon, but not everybody had their jacket, so they couldn't go outside, but they were like in the process of going outside and they had to turn around and they all got really, really upset. And so I thought, oh, like, well, it's warmer in the afternoons. Let's go one day this week. You and I will go to a park, we'll go to a playground and we will have fun. And that was spontaneous. It was different. It wasn't what we usually do. And it really was my favorite part of the past week. All right. That was fun. Now, don't let that sound so, you know, flawless because my son is fearless and was like tackling the big kid playground head on and had to do a quick little mama rescue to prevent him from going headfirst off of one of the tall playground structures and kind of did something weird to my elbow. So don't let this all sound like, whoa, that sounds completely flawless. No, it wasn't. It was messy and it was dirty, but it was fun. Okay. So embrace spontaneity and find little ways to be spontaneous to truly connect with your kids. Number six, make the little moments and the little things extraordinary. Maybe that's cooking dinner. Maybe that's right before bath time. Maybe that's small, simple, everyday, daily routines that you do that you focus on embracing the little moments and making life feel extraordinary. We love music in this house. We love listening to music, specifically Matt Carney, Matt Nathanson, Ben Rector, and we will turn on the music through the Alexa in our kitchen and we will dance and we will sing and we will just be. And it is one of the best feelings and it's something that my son notices and loves. In fact, he will point to the Alexa when we're in the kitchen because he wants the music on and it's just a way for us to make every little moment feel big and to feel purposeful and to be present in that moment and to truly feel like things are extraordinary. Number seven, during the week, think about how you can have specific family time over the weekend. Maybe it's a family fun day or one 
activity that you do each weekend, and it can be different. It doesn't have to be the same activity, but like a family fun activity that you do that is different than the week and makes the moment stand out and is something to look forward to. So think, okay, you know, on Saturday afternoon or Sunday morning or Sunday evening, something you do as a family that prioritizes that specific family fun and that provides that excitement and that looking forward to throughout the week because you know that's going to be there. And I also want to include for part seven here, seven B, let's say, finding that specific family time during the week. For our family, we usually go to our favorite Mexican restaurant every Thursday. Now here's the deal. The weather is changing and so we normally sit outside. So we're not quite sure how much longer we'll be able to do that for right now. But the last you know, not even last, it was all summer through the spring when the weather has been amazing. We have gone in the evenings and sat outside on this most beautiful outdoor patio at our most favorite restaurant, listening to live music, and it lights us up. It rejuvenates us. It completes us. The people who work at the restaurant and own the restaurant, they feel like family to us because we go there every single week. And Oh my goodness, guys, this is something that we have to do as a family because it is so important to our time together. So find little moments that become your moments, little things that become your things that you and your family and your kids can do that are constant and consistent and that you can rely on. And finally, number eight, intentional time during bedtime. I know you made it to bedtime. And you are just moments away from being able to breathe deep and take that nice, you know, moment of quiet and silence to yourself and go to the bathroom for the first time without, you know, having somebody sit on you. And mamas know, and you're so close to getting there, but don't rush it. As hard as it is to want to quickly rush that moment and take your moment of deep breath, Focus on slowing things down and being intentional and being so incredibly purposeful and present in that moment during bedtime. Whether that's snuggles, whether that's singing a song, whether that's, you know, praying, whether that's reading a book or little playtime on the floor of their room, find time and make it incredibly intentional. And if you do this and you focus on that intentional morning time and that intentional time at bedtime, the first thing and the last thing for your little one's day is undivided, completely devoted attention from you. And that is exactly what their heart needs. Even if they're having trouble expressing that, deep down, that is a desire to be noticed, to be seen, to be heard, to be appreciated, to be valued. And you can give that to them. And it will do wonders for not just them, but also you and your heart. Listen, you are an incredible mom. And you have incredible purpose and meaning over your life, no matter what season of life you are in or whatever road you are on. And I believe that it is absolutely possible to find ways to intentionally connect with your kids during the week so you can embrace more of a present, purposeful, and intentional lifestyle to truly, truly live out your best day each and every single day. So, I hope as you continue to move through this week and as you approach the weekend and the start of the next week that you think through how you can add in a little bit of quality time in the morning, thinking about and prioritizing, maybe putting your phone down and truly interacting and connecting 
having a specific window of time to connect and carve out as a little date with your kid, valuing their help and their input, embracing spontaneity, making the little moments and the little things feel extraordinary, carving out specific family time throughout the week and the weekend that brings the fun and the energy and the purpose back to your heart, and then ending all the days with intentional time at night. You got this, believing in you, cheering you on every single day and every step of the way. I cannot wait to do this once again with you next week on another episode of the Best Day Podcast. Until then, friends, have the best day. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Best Day Podcast. Looking for more? Be sure to subscribe to never miss an episode and have guaranteed inspiration delivered to you weekly. Looking for an accountability group focused on encouragement, positive vibes, and intentional living? Come join the Best Day Podcast Facebook group or connect with us over on Instagram at the Best Day Podcast. And remember, your voice matters. Your presence matters. You are valued and your life is a treasure. You are absolutely capable of living your best life every single day in grace and in freedom. Until next time, have the best day, friends.